Want to know what it's like being a reporter during the pandemic? <laughs> Who better to ask than Seattle journalist Patty Payne? Hi, Patty. Hi, Tim. It's so good to be here with you. Uh, I'm delighted to be here with you. Um, I thought we'd talk about a couple of things about just what it's like as the life of a reporter. First off, you know, Seattle was probably the first city in the U.S. to be affected, like on a big scale. What's it been like for you as a reporter during this time? Well, it's interesting because I have become a columnist. And so I can write about anything I want. And for me during this time, after a career that spans about 40 years, I right. can truly have never seen anything like it. And, and I'm seeing it from lockdown. I'm seeing it from with as an essential worker from within the confines of pain acres right here at home. So how do you see out and how do you get the news in? And that's the amazing thing. And so, so how are you doing that? The advantage that I have, I believe that I have, is after all these years, I have immense contacts like you. And I get to make calls to people's private cell phone numbers, of which I have everybody's, <laughs> and start phoning around and asking, because there's a trust level that's built up after all these years, what's it like? How's it affecting you? What are the personal ramifications of this? What are the professional ramifications of this? And for all of us, it's a, it's a, it, it's a defining moment in our lifetimes. How has it affected you personally in being a columnist, talking to folks in the business community? Tell, tell us about that. It's interesting because not being prepared for this question, I can say that it's, it makes me reflect back over all the years that I've reported. And for instance, when the nation's heartland blew up and the uh, federal building was, was exploded um, by Timothy McVeigh, I was there within hours, sent on a jet to cover that. And I was walking through shards of glass and body parts. And I thought nothing, nothing could ever compare to that. And what I saw out of that and a million other experiences like that, including standing on the ground, uh, the same ground where the Green River Killer had been, um, is that the human spirit rises like the phoenix from the ashes out of all this. And that's what's happening now. And that's what I see now. And those are the stories that are most prominent now. And that's why they're calling me a heat-seeking missile for good, because... I just seem to be able to be a magnet for the good stories. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful. There's so many good stories to tell. Is there, so one, that, is there one that comes to mind, like uh, just a recent one that's a, a great story? One that I haven't told yet comes to mind. And it's a family that doesn't have two nickels to rub together. And uh, it's a family of four and they're doing everything they can to help everybody else. They have nothing as you would measure it, and they have everything as you would measure it. And those kinds of things are coming to the fore and coming out. An example that they're setting 
tells everybody that you can do something. You don't have to have a lot. You can do something. You can reach out, you can reach in, and you can make things happen. Right. It, it, it is kind of amazing, isn't it? Uh, can it you? Is. I, I have a I have a thing up on my wall that was sent to me as a birthday card once, and I thought it was pretty profound enough to frame it. And it says, "Barns burned down. Now I can see the moon." Mm. Doesn't that say it all right now? It does. It really does. So you're talking to it. It sure does. You're talking to the business leaders in the in the region. Um, how do you think they're? How's their? How would you rate their leadership? How are they coming forth and and setting the tone? I'll tell you. I, I guess I can name some names the, the the Nordstroms, the Brad Tildens of the world who head Alaska Airlines, uh, Phyllis Campbell who heads J.P. Morgan Chase. Those kinds of people are great leaders, and they're humbled even more so by this. And their leadership is very humble and exemplary, and that's what we need. We need those calm leadership voices to take us through the fire. It's a fire, and we're all moving through it together. But I would rate some of them very, very high. It doesn't have to be the big leaders like that either. Their small business is so important. It's the backbone of this country. And small business is stepping up. And while even some of them are falling off uh, from what they were doing and will never reopen again the same way, they're retooling, they're revamping, they're thinking of ways that they can change even big business are thinking of ways that they can reinvent and reimagine themselves to come out into this new world when we do emerge together. Speaking of the new world, what's your take on how things are going to be different? Well, let's talk about that, both of us together. I don't think, being the spring chicken I am, that I'm going to be the first one to stick my toe out the door because... It's, it's unknown. It's unknown what's out there. Um, I leave groceries on the doorstep for a long time after they're delivered, maybe a day or two. Um, I take mail in very carefully. I think I, I will for a long time. I think we'll go into restaurants differently. I think restaurants will be at a, at a four-person table. There'll be two seats. At a six-person table, there may be three seats, and the tables will be farther apart. What will it be yeah. like to go in a movie theater again? For a time, I thought when we went into a movie theater, just let's not get shot. Do you remember right. that? Right. I sure do. And now it's, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I hear you. I think... You know, the I don't know that I'll ever do grocery shopping the same ever again. We either have curbside now or we have an app when we do everything online and they come out and put it in our trunk. And I'm pretty good with that. I just can't imagine ever going back the other way too much on something like that. And then I think there are things like telehealth, which is going to be awesome. Because who wants to go into a doctor's office to get sick and who wants the doctor to get sick? when they can do it like we're doing here. Well, so, it was pretty awkward yeah. for me during this because I had a telehealth issue come up 
And without mm. telling too much, I will just say that it was in a sensitive area. And I, I didn't know how to communicate with the doctor who wanted me to come in through an emergency room, and I refused to do that. And so just because her office was located in that area. So, right. uh, so it took was a neighbor doctor coming over to the backyard and me going out and both of us gloved and masked and her with my camera taking a picture of this as I revealed myself to the neighborhood. And uh, oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. And, yeah. and then, <laughs> then me taking that picture and sending it to the doctor. And so, you know, that was an awkward place to do telehealth. And while it might be wonderful, I'm wondering how wonderful it can be. <laughs> yeah. What you're saying is we're, we're still in beta uh, on, on uh, telehealth. Yeah. Tell me how you'll fix my tooth in telehealth. Well, that's true. That's true. I have a, I have a bum tooth right now that I'm... Me not too. I put it off because I'm not going to go into the dentist for a while. That's for sure. No, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm times just, yeah times really us sure. and these things times a hundred thousand different um, incidents that are going to change how we do everything. And there and everything is an unknown right now because yeah. even experts, when you listen to Dr. Fauci, he can't really definitively answer anything oh this drug is going to work it's going to be a miracle oh no it isn't and right. testing is how far down the road right how far down the road are vaccinations our safe vaccinations when we go to get our flu shot in october how will that work will we go in to get the shot we're not going to get vitella right I mean, this is all this is all unknown. So for right now, we put one foot ahead of the other. We try and do deep breathing. We take good care of ourselves. We eat right. We do exercise. We bake, right? We bake. Yeah, let's see. Beautiful. That's uh, that's 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 uh, delicious rustic bread is what that is. That's organic, um, unbleached whole wheat and it's wow. uh, hard as a rock but it's really good and it's, and it smells good and it's therapeutic and, and and another thing we can do is choose is choose happiness we talked about that a little bit before we did you know you uh, I have always said that you're one of the most optimistic people I know and I you know and 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 on top of that you working in news, and then being reported a reporter for so many great years, and now during this crisis, you know, my question to you is, how do you stay positive? You gave us a little bit of a, of a, of, of a hint of it, but what is your when you wake up in the morning? What happens? It's the start of a really good day, and that's a choice. I have a cartoon that I keep next to me, and it uh, shows two houses exactly alike with a smoke coming out and a pathway going up and the sun up to, up top. Yeah. And caption on one says it's the start of a really bad day. And the caption on the other is the start of a very good day. So what I'm saying to you is that it's a choice. It is a conscious intention every day. 
and really every minute, how you're going to handle something. Of course, everything isn't going to go smoothly. And of course, we're going to have these horrible surprises happen in our life. I, I choose life and I choose going through those and I choose making my way through with happiness and with, and with intention. I love that. Hey, can we, uh, can we switch gears? You, I don't know how you have the time, but you also have this wonderful column that's across the country called cool pads, which <laughs> is super popular. Can you tell us about that and where you came up with that idea? Thank you for reminding me that I'm on deadline for that today. Uh -oh. I forgot. Uh -oh. But um, I came up with the idea because my editor said, we were all sitting around and he said, can, can any of you come up with an idea of something that's going to be universally popular? Let's do it. And I just, it just popped into my head. And I said, everybody wants to go visit houses. Everybody wants to see how other people live. And yeah. It's not really looky-loo or it's just a curiosity that people have. And also we can get inspired like on Pinterest. We can get inspired by somebody else's house or terribly depressed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes when I see some of these gorgeous homes, I just want to, um, I want to retool, you know, retool my own house. Well, you know, so, I'm looking, I'm looking, I just pulled up uh, on search. I pulled up some, stories you've done for from from that are in the archive here's oprah buys orcas island estate so how do you know here's another one jeff bezos's first home how do you find out about these well you just keep your ear to the ground and then the as soon as the brokers learned that i was doing this everybody sort of seems to know me. And so they all start calling and saying, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? So now I'm at a point where I really have to turn down most of the homes that come to me. And I want something different and special about them. And what makes it special is that I get to talk to the owners. And that's the difference. That's the point of difference. I get a story out of it. Everybody has a story and nobody knows that better than you. Well, it's great. You've been doing it for quite a while. It's just, it's such a great idea. And it, I'm sure everybody wants to know, right? If we all want to see in those beautiful homes, how much they're worth and what the, you know, the story behind it was. It's a, it's a, it's a great idea. It was crazy. I mean, talk to the head of Dole Pineapple Company who had a place <laughs> in the islands and uh, some woman who built a rocket ship a looking house that was in Architectural Digest that she was selling, and she was a mega billionaire, um, daughter of some other mega billionaire, and talked to her just like she was an old shoe. She was living in Texas at the time, and she built this house on a whim. I mean, there are some strange things, and there's some wonderful things like tree houses and boats that are fascinating to me, too, places I'd love to live. No, I just love your outlook on life. I think, you know, that's probably the, how you came up with this idea and your excitement around it and the passion you have for, you know, um, talking to business leaders and finding great stories, finding great people's stories. It, it is so reflective of who you are. You're so sweet. The thing that I really feel is that we're all linked. We're inexorably linked by our own humanness, our own humanity. And, and so we, we move through all this together, 
there's no one better than the other. We're all in the same. We all come in the same way. We're all going out the same way. And so we want to make the most of the time that we have here. Joining hands is the best way to do it, I think. Well, you know, um, I'm glad that I reminded you about your cool pads deadline. So I, I know uh, I, I've got to let you give back, but you know, you. Um, uh, you can see Patty's reporting every week in the Puget Sound Business Journal. It, Patty, thank you for your brilliant work, that wonderful spirit of yours, and really thank you so much for sharing your time with us. Tim, if it hadn't been for you, I wouldn't have been able to do that because you fixed my iPad. So I, I say thank you. And thank you for your fabulous work. You've touched everybody in this region and so far beyond. And I'm so proud of you. And I love your wife. Yo, thank you. We love you. Thanks so much. And good luck with that deadline and be safe. Thank you. You stay safe too. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs>